You know, spiritual awakening doesn't mean you have to float away on a cloud of Zen, okay? It can be as basic as becoming aware that you are more than labels, titles, and roles, and that you are not the thoughts you think. You're separate from them. I'm Bridget Blythe Briere, a regular girl going through a shift that I'm sharing with you because it feels good to figure out how to unlock heart and mind to reveal the true self and live with a deeper connection to the universe and everything in it. You can have that too. And these episodes are meant to help provide you with guideposts to pursue your own path to becoming socially responsible. Hey everyone, what's going on? Are you checking yourself for feelings you're afraid of, hiding from, shoving down inside, you know, like we talked about in the last episode? Are you minding your mind, piloting your brain plane? Are you practicing gratitude daily, saying a mantra, staying away from gossip, all the things? It's a socially responsible workout. We're building strong awareness muscles with these practices. And you know, as awesome as it is to do this work for myself and reap the rewards internally, what's becoming just as cool and amazingly gratifying is hearing from you and how what we're talking about is making a difference in your life. I got this text the other day from a former coworker who listens to the podcast. And when I read the text, I instantly got this tingle and a chill and then some tears of joy as she quoted back to me what I say at the start of every episode. And she did it because she's really getting it. So she wrote, you are not your thoughts. You are separate from them. It's mind-blowing when you click with this powerful concept. And of course, it doesn't mean you're cured, so to speak, from self-induced suffering, like clinging to stories and getting sucked into hurtful habits of the head. But it does mean awareness is accessible. It's been part of your life and you can get there again. And that is huge. And what this person and I have also been texting back and forth a little bit about these past few weeks is her stress about relationships and finding someone and being good enough. And as she puts it, getting ghosted where she thinks things are going well with the person she's talking to or seeing. And then suddenly one day she doesn't hear from the person again, or she's just obsessing over the idea that they will do this to her. And we've gone over a few things, how one, that kind of thinking serves no purpose other than just for the ego to try and be a protector. But really it's more like a know-it-all like, Oh, I know what's going to happen here. I can predict the future. Uh, Thanks, ego. These egos that are unchecked do this sort of thing to us all the time. But thinking these things about something that might happen in the future just really prevents you from enjoying now. Okay, two, if you keep getting ghosted or any this keeps happening to me thing keeps happening to you, it's clearly a message, a lesson from the universe which we discussed in episode five. And I believe in this person's case, the message is in part, um, you know, a a lesson about believing in her self-worth because until you love you the most, you cannot receive that from anyone else. You just can't. I have lived this storyline and I've talked a little bit about that. 
you know, how I would date the same type of person over and over again, expecting these different results, which would be, I would think I'm going to prove that I deserve love and can get love from someone who isn't treating me nicely, but I can teach them to treat me nicely. What a fool's game. I had to treat me nicely. And then I met my husband. (laughs) Okay. And three, there has to be trust. You, the observer, you, the awareness, the consciousness, the one who's in there with the thoughts, that soul part of you has got to learn to trust the inner knowing that exists within each of us. Ah, trust. What an interesting subject because of our beautiful brains and all the wonderful processing and sorting and labeling and alerting they can do, the thinking brain can really get in the way of trust, can it? Primitive brains are hardwired to protect our human being bodies. And I can think of so many times in my life when I betrayed my true self by not trusting my inner knowing intuition, the messages from my soul, because the thinking brain and the ego got in the way. For example, the guy I dated right before meeting my husband, abusive, manipulative, lied about a lot of things. And instead of trusting my gut, as the saying goes, which told me, warning, warning, (laughs) my damn ego just could not calm down. The guy was tall and he was handsome and he had a good job and he worked similar hours to me, which were odd hours at the time. And we did some fun things together. And yet I never felt at ease for the year or so we were together. I always felt strange, like just something wasn't right. And, you know, we were together for this year, but it was on and off because that was part of the pattern that I played into with my ego and autopilot thinking in charge. Now, the inner knowing part of me would be like, you deserve better. You're being lied to. You're being treated poorly. And the ego would be all, but but I don't want to start over. I'll be lonely. I mean, I can make him love me the right way. But as I said earlier, I had to learn to love me the right way. I had to learn to love myself and trust myself. Same with my career. I was pretty good at live TV. You know, you need me to talk with no script for hours during breaking news? Got it. You need me to produce a two-minute interview segment on a complex, complicated subject? Make it digestible for the average viewer? No problem. And yet at the end of the day, I always felt off like something wasn't right, like I was betraying my true self. I was uncomfortable with the requirements about, you know, the way we had to dress and all the makeup we had to wear and doing our hair. And I also hated telling people what I did for a living. Like that was a big indication that things just were not right. And so a grand embrace of self-trust for me was deciding to leave behind a nearly decade and a half career in news. You know, I looked within, I did all that soul searching stuff to be sure, you know, and I determined that I was so bent from pretending to be okay doing this job that I was going to break if I went back. And I trusted that there was something better for me. And being home with my children the past five years has been it. You know, they teach me more 
way more than I teach them for sure. And now I'm trusting in my inner knowing that sharing my journey to see with the soul is what I'm meant to be doing and that it's something that will benefit you. Speaking of you, what about you? What are you meant to be doing? And really, don't worry if you don't know. We we don't need that answer in this moment, but it's a good opportunity to get honest and ask, do you trust yourself? Or do you often run away with your ego and the flood of autopilot thoughts that drown out intuition, inner knowing? If you're dating, maybe it looks like having you know internal arguments or talking about it with friends about you know, how long should I wait before I text this person back or should I start a conversation with this person? I haven't heard from them in a while. You know, it's all that ego stuff. The inner knowing, your inner knowing knows what's right. You just have to get quiet and still enough to get the message in the spaces between the thinking. And the same goes for issues at work or a fight with a loved one. You know, replaying the argument in your head or complaining about someone, that's the ego. Your highest self knows how to handle whatever's going on without that edge that comes in to play when the ego is running the show. And so the call to action this week would be kind of twofold here. So first, you become a private investigator and catch your ego in action. Watch it try to protect you or try to outsmart your inner knowing with those examples that I gave above um, or, or you know whatever is happening in your life. Be that private investigator and catch the ego in action. And anxiety is another example of how trust can get buried. It can get lost in the woods of worry. And yes, as someone who is learning to manage extreme anxiety, I know this is challenging if you also have, um, you know, anxiety. But when anxious thinking patterns pop into your head, can you just first notice that it's happening? Like, oh, oh, here we go. That thing that my brain does is happening again, right? And maybe can you even give the worry part of your brain a name? I call my like worry, ego, anxiety fella Fred. And I picture Fred like a blob. So like give it a look and a name. And you know, thank Fred or whatever you decide to call it for trying to protect you. But let Fred know or whatever you call it that your inner knowing has it covered. Now, this isn't necessarily going to be an instant fix, right? It's it's a process, but it's creating a pathway to the trust. And of course, it's cultivating awareness in the process. So practice that. Tune into yourself. Build trust with your true self. It's just another yummy piece of this socially responsible pie that we're all eating up. And don't forget to follow my Instagram page at socially responsible, just like the name of the podcast. Send a message, ask a question, comment on a post, and please share these episodes with people you love. In gratitude for liking what you hear, please take a moment to leave a review, subscribe, and share Socially Responsible, a regular girl's guide to spiritual awakening.